Blog Talk Radio.
Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Sports Sermon Legend. Along with my co-host, Macaulay Matthew, I am, of course, William Ramo. What's up, Mac? What's going on? Hey, man. How's it going? Hey, man. I'm doing all right, man. Can't complain, man. Glad to have you on the show. Yeah, glad to be on as usual. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Sports Urban Legend. And on today's show, we're going to talk about how um, how hot the, the, the New York teams are doing lately. You know, the Mets are on a, are on a roll thanks to P. Alonzo's power and the baby Mets leading the charge. And then, of course, um, you know, the Yankees, um, they've been playing well as, you know, as well. And they they um they uh, finally DFA'd um, um Aaron Hicks. So Mac and uh, a lot of Yankee fans are having a, a ticker tape parade right now as we speak. And right outside, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. So congrats to them. And um, oh yes, yeah, so we're gonna preview the Night of the Champions um, pay per view event. And uh, you know we'll talk about any other things that uh pop in our minds and of course most importantly um ladies and gentlemen the number is 563-999-3529 that's 563-999-3529 so feel free to talk about any of these topics and more we'd love to hear from you and yeah we'll even talk uh the nba playoffs you know so you know feel free to let your voice be heard and uh this is a perfect place to um share your thoughts and with that said um yeah let's let's um lead off with uh with the mets now man the mets uh they were dead they they were dead as a, a undertaker opponent to wrestlemania 30 like um the 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 mets man they were really horrible i mean they they started out april well and then after the Dodgers series, I'd say probably, um, yeah, the Dodgers series, uh, the, they, they've kind of went downhill. They split the series with the Giants, and then afterwards they just fell off for a month, losing a bunch of games in a row. I mean, it was brutal. And then you, you topped it off with Serger, um, you know, not being um, healthy and not being effective. And then, of course, you know the suspension he had, um, that 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 controversial ten game suspension. Um, Carrasco, I mean, he was hurt and, and ineffective. He just came back yesterday. Um, we'll get in more into that very soon. Um, Verlander finally um, pitched these last couple of starts. Uh, well, he's had three starts so far as we speak. Um, he's going to make his uh, next start. To, uh, tomorrow because there's going to be a day-night doubleheader because the Mets, this is the sixth time this year that the Mets have had a game uh, rained out or postponed. So the Mets are going to play a, a, a doubleheader um, tomorrow afternoon against the Cleveland Guardians, formerly known as the Indians. Um, and, um, yeah, prior to that, the you know, the Mets, man, they were – they were more in a tailspin than uh, Baloo, you know, from the Disney Afternoons or the Jungle Book, man. Like, the the Mets were in, in total disarray. But the one thing that got the Mets out of total disarray 
was facing the team formerly known as the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. And, of course, I'm talking about the Tampa Bay Rays. And, um, you know, the Mets, they lost the first game. And then um, the second game, if my memory serves me right, they were they were down 2 nothing. And Mark Vientos, who got recently called up, he hits a two-runner home run to tie the game up. All right, so Mets are back in the ball game. Wait, not so fast. The the Rays jump out to a, a five two lead. So what happened in um in the I think it was the ninth, if if my memory served me right, um um with with two outs, Francisco Alvarez hits a a three run home run to tie the game up. So the Mets avoided games you know, losing the game. But then the the um the Rays jumped out to a, a a two runner lead again, and if I'm not mistaken, it was against Robertson, who who's been lights out. His his ERA is like under one this whole entire season. So him giving up the two runs uh, would have been his uh, his first loss as a Met, if I'm not mistaken. So you know that was a tough spot. And then afterwards, so the Mets were were down. Um, I mean, let me do the math in my head. It was. It was seven seven, I think, at that time, right? I think. So then the so then, you know, we were trailing nine seven, and then Pete Alonso does what Pete Alonso does best, and and hit a three run walk off home run to to make the Mets win an improbable game, and automatically made it a Mets classic and one and arguably the best game of the Mets season. Easily by far the defining moment of the Mets season so far, the Mets, you know, got you know went to its roots. It, it, it you know historical never say die. You gotta believe Mets mantra. It, it was in full force with Pete Alonso and the young guys, the young baby Mets, you know, um, leading the charge. So then, uh, what was it? Let me do, let me. Uh, that was Thursday. So then um, the Mets would um, – I'm trying to remember what happened that game. Um, Mets won that game also. P. Alonso also homered also. Um, Friday night, um, yeah, the, the, the Mets were, were trailing again. They were down they – were, they were trailing 5 nothing after 5. Carlos Carrasco, you would have thought, you know, he would have uh, – you know, he would have been – motivated and up up to the challenge facing his former team for the first time uh, in his career, you know, because prior to the, the Lindor trade, him and Lindor spent their entire career with the then known as the Cleveland Indians, now, of course, known as the, the Guardians. So, yeah, it marked the return of Ahmed Rosario and, and Andres Jimenez coming back, you know, to face the Mets as well. Oh, man, he got his butt whooped, which unfortunately that's happened to him this whole season so far. I think he's like 0-2 with a an ERA over eight, and that was before um, you know Friday night's game. So sure enough, Mets was down in the hole. Um, Francisco Alvarez, I think, hit hit a home run, a solo home run to put the Mets on the board 5-1, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I remember um, uh, Beatty hit a home run also to make it 5-3 at the time. Um, And then afterwards, um, 
trying to remember what else happened. Um, yeah, basically the Mets chipped away, chipped away at, at that lead. And then um, uh, I'm trying to remember what happened. Yes. So then the um, the the Rays they they t- no not the Rays I should say rather the um, the um, the Indians they 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 jumped out to a lead as well. Uh, Francisco Alvarez had a a hit to tie it seven seven if I'm not mistaken. And um, then um, what was I gonna say? Um, Robertson, I think I think he gave, no no actually he didn't give up a run that game. So we we tied the game up with two outs. I think it was seven seven at that time, in in the ninth. Um, then top of the tenth, um, Drew Smith gives up a, a two run home run. So we're down nine seven, and then afterwards the rally came back again. Um, Alvarez had another hit. Um, I think that maybe cut the lead to um I think that I think his 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 hit tied the game up or or he, he cut into the lead nine eight. I can't I can't remember for the moment right now. And then of course the big hit was um Francisco Lindor getting his first um his the he got the the walk off hit against uh his former team. And the funny thing is, Jason Kipnis, his former teammate, was criticizing Lindor, saying that he wasn't a leader, among other things. And, you know, Lindor had the last laugh because uh, Lindor knocked in the, the, the walk-off hit, which uh, kept the Mets' winning streak going uh, to three games, if I'm not mistaken. So props to the New York Mets. The Mets are, thanks to, the you know, uh, Pete Alonso contributing a bit, um, and then of course the baby match you have Vientos, um, Alvarez who's finally getting into a groove right now. Um, Robertson been been pitching lights out. He's been great the whole entire season, man. Imagine if Diaz was was still healthy. Like they they would have been a number two punch for real. Like it would have been it would have been game over. <laughs> it would have been game over. Once once Lazy Mary plays on at City Field, the game would have been over. Like there'd have been no way the Mets the Mets would have gave up the lead with with those two guys firing all all cylinders like that. I'm surprised um, that they took Robinson out so early. You know they could have extended him a bit in that game. I think. Yeah, they could have, but I think you know um, Buck has been overusing the bullpen. Him out of Vino, Rayleigh, um, those guys are pitching every single day. So I think. He didn't want to. Um... But these days, when you look at it, I mean, a lot of these managers over overextend. You know, they they a lot of these managers do it. They'll overextend. You know, these guys because, I mean, in baseball, unfortunately, you can't have the too many bullpen guys. You know. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be nice to have an expandable roster, especially for the bullpen during the regular season. But that's not the case. Yeah, yeah, and plus, plus it's a trust factor, you know. He trusts those the, the same guys he keeps putting out there every single game, even to the yeah. point that he he brings in Robertson a lot in eight innings to get the best, the the you know the the heart of the order, instead of waiting till the ninth inning, you know, right. in a real safe situation, and go to Adovino to be the the um you know the backup closer, you know, obviously right. since he has you know closing experience, you know, with the Rockies, you know, um. But 
yeah, you know, props to the Mets. You know, they're finally turning turning the season around. And yeah, let me ask you, since you know, you, you know, obviously you're not a Mets fan, so you can look at it, um, you know, objectively. You know, so what was I gonna say? Um, do you think the Mets are back on track, or do you think it's just a hot streak they're on? Uh, I just still need to see more of the Mets to make a, you know, to to determine whether they're back or not. You know, mm-hmm. uh, same thing with the Yankees. I need to see more of it. I know that the uh, both teams they've been playing a bit well here, but I got to see more out of them. I hear you, and uh, I'm hoping uh, Mets can uh, call up uh, Mauricio so he, you know, he could get in on the action, man. Because uh, you know the Mets need. The Mets are fueled by the by the young guys, and you know it's motivate. It's you know it's it's re- reinvigorated the, this offense. You know, so um, you know, props to the Mets. Um, like you said, I mean, it's it's um, too early to tell if they're back on track or or if it's a hot streak. But if I was a, a betting man, I would say I'd say they look like they're back on track. You know, they they have you know they have their aces going tomorrow afternoon. Hopefully maybe they could put a broom on uh on the you know, on the Indians. I mean the Guardians I should say. Um but yeah we we shall see. I mean time time will tell but right now they look they look back on track. You know, they look um the Mets look like they got their, their, their confidence back. You know, they're they're hitting for power. They're you know they're you know they're they're playing the way how they did most most of last year, you know and you know before the the that that horrible stretch they had in um what sep- September you know just pr- with the what was it with the the Cubs and the um with the um Braves just before the um the final nail on the coffins by the Padres in the in the postseason, um but yeah they're they're looking good hopefully, you know they could build on it like we hope the Knicks will in the, you know, in the off season as well, but you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens with the Mets um, going forward. Hopefully they can sweep this series uh, tomorrow and uh, you know, hopefully um, go on a run, but uh, yeah, shifting gears with the Yankees. um, Yeah. The Yankees look like they're, they're, um, they're getting back on track too. Um, They, um, they they beat the the um the Reds in Cincinnati and um Yankees have been playing very well lately especially since mm-hmm. Judge has come back and the Rizzo's been playing well uh Bader's been playing well they um, remember at one point they were at, at, in last place mm-hmm. now uh you know they've won seven of the last 10 games um they beat the Reds today 6 to 2 um I think they split the series with the Blue Jays. And, uh, actually, no, they won three out of four against the Blue Jays in their last series, uh, which includes some controversy with Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'll let you go into that uh, if you want to talk about it. Well, yeah, um, yeah, Aaron Judge. You know, they they were um, the the um, the Blue Jays were, you know, um, the the owner. I mean, the GM. No, not the GM. The the um, the manager. Uh, John Snyder, he got into a shouting argument with uh, Aaron Boone and, you know, the rest of the, the Yankees coaching staff, you know, um, in Toronto. And, um, and you know, obviously Aaron Judge was, you know, 
caught looking away, and I, I guess the the Blue Jays accuse him of you know trying to steal signs or something, and and then obviously he did proceed to hit a home run. But um, yeah, yeah. What's your thoughts on it? I thought. Um, I mean. I don't know how you could steal signs when you're looking upward. You see how tall Aaron Judge is? How, how the hell would he be able to steal signs if he's just if his eye is looking um, horizontally to the right? And he's six seven. I mean, he would literally have to tilt his head all the way down to steal a, to steal signs from the pitcher and the catcher. I mean, that's crazy. I don't think that was happening at all. I think what was happening is. According to Judge, he said that um, Aaron Boone had been thrown out, and he heard some some of the teammates arguing, and he he thought you know some of his teammates were going to be thrown out as well, so he was taking a peek on, on what was going on in the dugout. That's why you know you see him uh, glancing towards the dugout, not because he was stealing sides, because he was uh, he was a uh, you know he he was um, being uh, I guess nosy. <laughs> you know, but no, I don't think he was stealing signs. You know, I think that's crazy. He, judge, judge doesn't need, need to steal signs. And even after that, didn't he hit like three or four home runs after that? Yeah, he definitely hit. A home I think run he hit game. like a few more home runs in, in Toronto after that incident. He even mm-hmm. broke a sign also with a home run. So he doesn't need to steal signs. Come on, man. It's crazy. There was another. There's another uh, that theory that uh, the pitcher was tipping his pitches, and that maybe one of the coaches from the from the dugout was relaying information to Judge. But Judge, but you know, I don't think that's the case either. You know, but even if even if that was the case, that I don't think is illegal, right? If a pitcher's tipping his pitches. Then yeah, the, the the team can pick up on that and relay any kind of information they can. They, yeah, they, I don't think they that's want, I should say. Yeah, I don't think that's illegal. I mean, yeah, no. This play that 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 you know when they when they're you know after their bats they whisper into the the ear of their teammates like what yeah. they see. So exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean that's that's how you're supposed to win. If you see uh, any the opponent making any type of mistake or any type of weakness that you spot, you got to let your teammates know so that way you can take advantage of it. Yeah, as long as you're not using, like, a video or, or um, you know, like, you know, banging trash yeah. cans like the Astros, exactly. you know, and stuff like that. I mean, that's yeah, – I mean, it's fair game. Right. The Yankees, yeah. uh, they've been playing well. Judge is, is hot right now, you know. He had hit seven home runs in, a la- in his last seven games. I think he had a he had an RBI or two uh, tonight as well. Uh, so he's been on fire uh, right now. He's second in the American League home run lead home run uh, home run um, league leader. So um, yeah, hopefully the Yankees can keep it up. You know, playing well. So we'll see. Yeah, for sure. And oh, yeah, climb out of the basement in the meantime. Oh yeah, one more note on the Mets. Uh, you know, congratulations to P. Alonso. Um, he uh, tied uh, Lucas Duda with 71 uh, home runs at City Field, um, and also with the home run he, uh, Alonzo hit on Friday night, he became the third Met uh, to hit a, a game-tying uh, grand slam. Uh, Carl Everett and uh, Todd Huntley did it 
I think in 95 and 96, 95 and 97. Um, but yeah, um, props to uh, Pete Alonzo. Hopefully he can keep going on this streak, but, um, yeah, it's a good, it's a great time for, for both New York teams, um, you know, moving in the right direction. It's good for baseball when both teams are, you know, are, are hot at the same time. Oh yeah, definitely. So we'll definitely keep you posted uh, with the updates uh, of how both teams are doing. And um, yeah, sh- uh, shifting gears. Um, yeah, let, let's. Um, oh, um, now that I think about it, um, um, yeah, um, yeah. Just yesterday, um, we had the the passing of one of the greatest players of all time and of course that's um Jim Brown uh he 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 um he recently passed away um uh let me see how old was he was he 87 or something let me let me let me make sure what uh how old he is uh yeah he was 87 um you know he was a famous actor after his Cleveland Brown uh playing playing days he played with the um Cleveland Browns from 57 to 65, uh, arguably one of the greatest. Uh, a lot of people say consider him the greatest running back of all time. You know, he he set the you know the um, the blueprint for for a lot, for you know what a lot of running backs you know became in the future. He won his only uh, championship in 64, which was the um, last time the the city of Cleveland won a championship until LeBron. Uh, took his talents back to Cleveland and, and brought them the title uh, in 2015, if I'm not mistaken. And then, of course, he you know he did acting, uh, The Dirty Dozen, and um, some other movies that escapes me at, at, at you know and you know in my head. And then of course, he's also was one of the um, the players who um, who um, advocated for um, Muhammad Ali. During the Cleveland Summit, when uh, you know Muhammad, because you know the players at the time, the top players, the top black players of the time, they met up together um, to see if they should support Muhammad Ali. If this is like a, you know, if he's really serious about not fighting in the war, was it you know because Muhammad Ali, uh, you know, claims you know that because of his faith, you know, at the time he was with the the Nation of Islam at that time, he he claimed uh, that. Um, you know, fighting in a war is against his religion. So the guys, uh, Jim Brown, Lou Alcindor, which of course later changed his name to um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, um, and some other players, uh, Bill Russell, um, you know, to name a few, they um, they, uh, they 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 met up and saw that Muhammad Ali's, um, you know claims for pacifism was legit. So they supported him and, um, you know, it was a, you know, epic moment in the civil rights movement. So, um, you know, rest in peace, Jim Brown. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Uh, Rest in peace. One of the greatest running backs that we've ever had in NFL history. Uh, Some people even consider him to be the best running back of all time. You know, or yep. even the best football player of all time. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, it's debatable. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's definitely a great, and he'll be missed. Yeah. And absolutely. so, uh, and as and also his uh, activist, uh, his uh, humanitarian and activism work, you know, as well. Absolutely. So yeah, rest in peace. And he was uh, eighty-seven years old. You remember he was in the "I'm Gonna Get You Sucker." Oh yes, right, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, he was in that movie. Yeah, that's that's like my that's my best memory of him. Uh, you know, being in that movie, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Even though I haven't seen it in a while, but mm-hmm. you know, I remember him being in that movie. It's hilarious. Yeah, so you know, rest rest in peace. And, yeah, definitely. Uh, oh yeah, now that I think about it, uh, he was also in this this movie that a lot of people you know felt was controversial at the time, One Hundred Rifles. Uh, it starred him and uh, Burt Reynolds and uh, Raquel Roche. Who? Oh, I've never seen that one. I never seen that movie either, but apparently it was controversial because they, you know, they, you know, they had a relationship in the movie, and you know, obviously at that time, you know, it was a big no-no. So that was, um, you know, why one of the, you know the reason why that movie was controversial at that time. But um, yeah. but he, yeah, he. I'm trying to think of what other movies he he starred in. It was that one. It was Dirty Dozen. Trying to think of another movie he was in. Uh, let me see. Yeah, apparently he popped up on. He made cameos. Wasn't he on? on he wasn't on an airplane, was he? More, I might think of someone else. Uh, that. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was definitely an airplane. I don't, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I don't think great. he was in there. Um, he was Apparently, he was in Running Man. He was in an episode of Knight Rider and, and A-Team. Oh, um, that's right. Mars Attacks. And he, was it, in a, he was in a lot of movies. Yeah, in Any Given Sunday, he was in that one as well. All right. All right. Um, and then, of course, you you mentioned, uh, you know, I'm going to get you sucker. I'm going to get so. you sucker. That's the movie that I remember him from. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, you know, rest in peace. Um, Another icon, you know, passing away. Um, Yeah, let's uh, let's shift gears um, to uh, WWE. Um, How how you feel? What what were you thinking about uh, this upcoming uh, Night of Champions that's coming up this this Saturday? Like, it's another preview sneaking up on us. Yeah, that that was fine. Didn't we just have the the, paper, the other pay per view backlash? Weeks ago? Backlash. We just had yeah. backlash. Man, it's got pretty quick, but um, I I'm looking forward to it. I want to see the match between um, uh, Rollins and AJ Styles on who's gonna win the um, championship. That's gonna be mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah, we're gonna dive right into that. All right, let's let's go. Uh, Bianca Belair versus Oscar WrestleMania rematch. Um. Who you think's gonna win, Oscar or Bianca is gonna retain it? Wow, um, that's a tough one. Uh, I'm thinking Bianca is still gonna retain it. I could, I could, I could see uh, Oscar winning it though. I, I don't could. think she's gonna. Lose, I don't. You think she's gonna lose twice? It, I mean, it's I don't possible. know, man. I, I'm going with Oscar to to win it. I think Bianca will eventually win it back, but I think Oscar is mm-hmm. gonna win it this time. It's possible. 
I'm going with Oscar. It's my final final answer. I'm gonna say Bianco. Okay. Uh, Gunther Gunther versus Mustafa Ali uh, for the WWE Intercontinental Championship, and um, I think I think Gunther is gonna win, uh, even though they're in um, uh, they're in Saudi Arabia. Um, I think Mustafa Ali is of you know uh, Saudi Arabian descent. Let me let me just make sure. Well, you think uh, Mustafa Ali is gonna beat him? No, I don't think so. I think oh, uh, okay. Guntar is going to win. I, I'm just, going with Guntar as well. Let me make sure. Let me see. Um, uh, he's he is um, he he's he's Pakistani and Indian American. His father is Pakistani and his mom is uh, from India. Mm. But but he's he's um, he was born and raised in 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 Illinois, so. But yeah, I think um, I think Guntar is gonna win. He's gonna retain that, the, retain the title. Nevertheless. Yeah, me too. But his his, his former tag team partner, um, I can't remember his name. The guy he um he he is he is um Saudi Arabian. I'm trying to remember the the name of that guy um that he was tag teaming with. M- 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 what's that? M- Mansoor. That's the guy I was thinking. He. His former tag team partner is from Saudi Arabia. Mm. Um, what was I going to say? Let me see what else. And then this is the match I'm really looking forward to. Even more so the, the Rollins and AJ Styles, even though it's going to be interesting to see who's going to be the new world heavyweight champion. Uh, but I would say, yeah, the my the one I'm looking forward to is the Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn defending the title against the bloodline, uh, Solo Sokoa, and of course the tribal chief himself, Roman Reigns, for the undisputed intercon. I mean, undisputed tag team championship. Um, I think Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn is going to hold on to it, even though I, you know I, I could see them doing that. The, the the you know putting the titles on on Solo Sokoa since he hasn't had a title yet. But I don't, I, yeah, I don't think they're gonna take the title off Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens this early. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna stick. I'm, I'm gonna go with you. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pick Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn as well. I don't see them losing it yet. And I think what's gonna happen is your the scenario you had at WrestleMania is gonna happen. The the yeah. Usos are gonna cost him the title. Yeah. This is this is this is the moment we were talking. This is the moment you were talking about about you know. The Usos, you know, costing themselves the title, you know. But I think the Usos are gonna cost the the bloodline the title, whether it's accidental or or um, on purpose. I, the Usos will definitely be a factor in this one. Yeah. And then you have Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar, singles match. Who who you think Brock Lesnar will get his revenge, or will Cody Rhodes prove that? He is the the beast killer or the beast master like that um was it like <laughs> like TV a, show or movie? TV show yeah yeah like is it um yeah that's a good question um I mean Brock was Brock Lesnar losing twice to Cody Rhodes uh, yeah I'm not sure but uh <laughs> I think I have to pick Brock but uh, yeah I think I'm gonna have to pick Brock again because I can't see him losing twice yeah but to Cody, the same guy. I mean, 
Cody, man, if he loses to Cody, but Rose, then again, Brock Lesnar has lost a few times already to uh, to Roman Reigns and Le- to Lashley, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, the the second time he lost to Lashley, I mean, in the trilogy, right. um, he he the last time they fought fought each other on uh, Night of Champions, um, it was it was by, because of a, a stupid um. You know, he got himself disqualified, giving Lashley a low blow. Yeah, yeah. Because apparently Brock was originally supposed to win, but he didn't want to face Lesnar. You know, that's the rumor. So that was his way of losing, but, um, um, but you know, not both, both men staying looking strong or whatever. You know, uh, that that's the rumor. But uh, yeah, if he if he if Cody Rhodes wins him two times in a row, wow, they really he he really he must really secretly be uh, Cody Rhodes' best friend mm-hmm. and, and let him get that push, keep the momentum he has. Yeah. So, I I could see it going either way. I mean, I could see Cody Rhodes winning to keep his momentum. But yeah, Brock Lesnar. I yeah, man, I you, I, I gotta pick Brock. I gotta play it safe and pick Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I'm going with you. I'm sticking. I'm I'm going with Brock Lesnar as well. All right, and then here's the the tournament final, uh, the 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 main event, the inaugural World Heavyweight Championship. Not to conf- be confused with the former WCW Championship of the same name, uh, after the you know during the ruthless aggression era. Um. It's gonna be Seth freaking Rollins versus AJ Styles, the phenomenal AJ Styles. Who you who you got? I'm going with Seth Rollins. Yep. I, I me too, man. I, I I think it's so obvious. It's so obvious that Seth Rollins is the, is the guy that they want this the, this title to be on. AJ Styles will come close, but Seth freaking Rollins is gonna win this title. It's 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 so obvious. He's gonna burn it down, you know, for sure. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's let's move on to uh, the NBA uh, real quick. Um, the Nuggets they they just won um, like about a what a half hour ago or so. They won, they beat the the um, the Lakers to to go to a three zero lead in the. Western Conference Finals. Final score was 119 um, to uh, 108. And uh, Jamal Murray, he um, he scored 37 points. Uh, Jokic scored 24 points. And um, you know that was that was basically. Um, what uh you know helped them get that victory, whereas uh the Lakers they 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 briefly took the 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 lead in um in the fourth quarter, but um yeah the the um the um the Nuggets they pulled away late into the game, and uh, LeBron James you know he was held in check he only scored twenty three points, Anthony Davis. You know he he um he had uh, twenty eight and uh, and eighteen, 
Austin Reeves twenty had twenty three points, and um, yeah, that that basically it, man. The Lakers are in a in a do or die situation. You know, the, the Lakers got to try to win four in a row to 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 advance, and uh, that ain't gonna happen. You know, Nuggets, man, Nuggets look like they're the team to beat. Nuggets and and the Heat, man. Nuggets is the, is is um. Is, is is my only hope of the Heat getting knocked out of the playoffs because I was saying uh, that before the you know that's the playoffs started. Nuggets are no joke. They are mm-hmm. no joke. They're a team to be reckoned with. Joker, this dude man is like legend. He's no joke. He's yeah. no joke. He's legend. This dude's like having a triple double in most games for a big guy, and they got. I mean, they have the best all around team in the playoffs. You know, right now. Well, since the playoffs started, they get, they have the best team. So I think they're gonna sweep the Lakers, and then they're gonna sweep whichever whoever whichever Eastern Conference team comes out of um, the Eastern Conference here, finals here. So Nuggets, I think, are gonna win the championship this year, and Joker's yeah. gonna be the MVP. First time ever. So yeah, props to them. And then uh, you know, you you and then on the other side, the Eastern Conference final side. You got the Celtics losing. They're down a 0-2 hole. The Heat, man, you can't beat the Heat, man. And trust me, folks, me and Mac know firsthand, it ain't easy to beat the Heat, you know. If you can't beat the Heat, man, just stay out of the playoffs, man. Because, um, man, that Heat, that heat team is, is um, scary, but um, they, you know, they, they look like they're going to they're gonna meet their match. Uh, if, when they when they advance to the Nuggets, if they could uh, hold on to this two zero lead, and and they got the advantage, they they're gonna play home. Uh, uh, to, I should say, isn't it today? Isn't it today they're gonna? Play? Uh, uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. What should I say? Sun- well, Sunday actually. Yeah. Sunday is when they're gonna play. Yeah, then that series is gonna be great, man. It's uh, the game the other night was intense. You had Jimmy Butler getting in the face of uh, well, Grant Williams. He was talking mm-hmm. trash to Jimmy Butler, and then Jimmy Butler uh, scored him, and then they they got into each other's face. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Williams uh, poked the bear, and Butler yeah, man, he, uh, didn't learn, he went on tear. He didn't learn from Dylan Brooks' mistake against LeBron. Yeah, not, not exactly. to do that, man. Like, what are you guys doing, man? You guys gotta know who to, to talk smack to and not who not to talk smack to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Goodness. Celtics right now they're, they're in the old two hole right now. And so mm-hmm. far, it's looking like the Knicks were the best team that gave uh, the Heat a challenge so far in yep. these playoffs. Exactly. Exactly. That's right, man. But unfortunately, it wasn't enough, man. That, you know, we, we you know we should have won a cutoff, man. Us blowing, us splitting the series series at home. You know, that just man. It just put us on a bad, a bad, uh, a, a bad hill that we 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 didn't climb out of. That which ultimately went to a three-one lead, three-one hole, and then we we won a game, game five, which you saw firsthand. And in game six, you know, we we witnessed the end of the Knicks. You know. Yeah. You know, um, despite uh, Brunson's uh, efforts, you know, forty-one point effort, but. It is what it is, man. We'll, we'll see what the Knicks are going to do, you know. 
rumors of maybe they'll, you know, maybe go after Damian Lillard or or, um, Carl Anthony Towns or Trey Young or whoever. I mean, we shall. Oh, yeah, they even Porzingis. Porzingis has the option to opt out of his 30-something million dollar contract and become a free agent. So some people think Knicks might even go after him, you know, since he regrets his, you know, the end of his tenure and he could be a, a, a plus off the bench. You know, a guy who could score, give them size. You know, who knows? But we shall see, man. The Knicks, the Knicks have a lot of stuff to do. Fix, you know, fix this team. Oh yeah, and, and thanks to the Mavericks cheating, you know, purposely throwing the last two games, they were able to get the the top tenth pick. They were able to get the tenth pick, and um, and you, they face no repercussion for their for their cheating. So the Knicks didn't get the, the didn't get their their um their pick. So the Knicks are are pickless this year, and uh, congratulations to the Spurs winning the the Victor Wamamba Wabamba whatever you want to call that guy's name, uh you know challenge. So yeah, looks like you know it's gonna be eventually happy times in San Antonio. The, the days of the Twin Towers of uh, Duncan and Robinson, Robinson, you know. You're calling this kid the, the, the next best thing since LeBron James. Now, I don't that's know if it. that's true or not, but we shall see, you know, because LeBron James is one in a in a, in, in a million. I mean, well, you know, one in, in, in a century, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't have uh, many guys that come, that are as good that come out of high school or college like him. So we'll see if this kid is as good as LeBron as they're making him out to be. Yeah, we shall see. They, they've been hyping him up. They're giving yeah. that, him that LeBron James hype. You know, you would think they would do that when LeBron James kids make it to the NBA because you know they're going to do that. He, he's the prince of the NBA, you know. Yeah, for real. So we shall see. Uh, we'll we'll see. You know, Wamamba, w- w- Wambamba. Let me see how you write, say his name, you know. I mean, there's, there's only, you know, there, there hasn't been that many um, – Hyped up prospects that uh, out of high school, college um, in recent years. When you think about it, but he's uh, they, they make you know they're making him out to be like the next king, the next big thing. So mm-hmm. we'll see if he lives up to the hype. You know, hopefully yeah, the pressure doesn't uh, doesn't get to him, but we'll see. Yeah, Victor Wembanyama, and uh, he's yeah he's um. He's apparently out of France, so hopefully he's not. You know, he, I I think he'll be way better than Nilekina and uh and Frederick Weiss, you know, for sure. But yeah, let's see. Well, let's see what he has. You know, the 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 Spurs the Spurs are great at scouting, so I'm sure I'm sure um he'll be he'll be a very good player. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I guess that's that's about it for today, folks. Um, anything else you'd like to say um before we head out uh everyone just have a good weekend uh check out your local listings from my show imac and come back here check out sports urban legend every saturday at 11 only on box talk radio imac thank you again for for uh coming on the show as always and uh ladies and gentlemen thank you for uh tuning in and hopefully we will see you uh next time uh, and give you our thoughts on the 
you know, the the Night of Champions uh, pay-per-view event. So that should be, what, two weeks from now? So we'll give you our thoughts on the Night of Champions and uh, what else is going on in the world of sports and entertainment. And, hey, I'll even give you my Fast and the Furious, the Fast 10 review also as well. So tune in for that. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you guys um, in two weeks. Peace. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.